0: Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a bi-demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand.
1: On today's episode, The Outsider's Perspective. Sounds Sounds Fake
0: But but okay. Okay. welcome back to the pod here we are here we are once again we just keep coming back but in a different location this time
1: can you even believe it for you i'm in the exact same spot true uh i am i have moved uh into the apartment i will be living in for the next four months uh and then you have to move again And I'm moving again and the thought of it does make me want to um, die. I'm not sure the state my audio will be in Mm -hmm. um, because it's like pretty empty in here and there's not a lot of like soft things to soak up um, the bouncing. So if I'm echoing,
0: I'm gonna soak up the bounce.
1: True, so hopefully Sarah can do something in post, but if not, (laughs) sorry. Yes.
0: Do we have any um, housekeeping before we dive further into this
1: podcast? Mm, not that I can think of. Oh, I did want to say, I. so we're recording this on Tuesday, which is much earlier than we usually do, but...
0: Much by one day.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But I have m- many things going on this week, including uh, finishing moving and other things. Um, Bitch,
0: you don't have to explain yourself. This is free. That's so true. That's so true. (laughs) This is
1: literally free for, except for like two uh, some people. Um, But that's their choice, bitch. Continue. So we have gotten some very lovely messages on last week's episode about people that like experience, have been experiencing like the same thing as I did or like just have very similar experiences to mine and were sharing or saying they liked the episode. Um, So thank you. I haven't gotten to read everyone's messages yet because uh, I've been moving. But it was very nice to see that, like, other people were like, yeah, this is, like, an experience that I've had before. And, like, it is weird to, like, question things while you're A-spec. So,
0: yeah. Very cool. Wonderful.
1: All right. Well, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week? Um... We're talking about kind of the the outsider perspective that uh, we have A-specs, we as Aspects often have. This came up because I was observing um, Sarah's behavior in the BTS fandom space, and I know Sarah has a lot to say about that.
0: <laughs> sometimes I send Kayla because she doesn't follow me. Do you ever just like stalk me sometimes for fun? Occasionally, yes. Yeah. Um. She doesn't follow me, but she knows my aunt. But when whenever something particularly A-spec happens to me on on Army Twitter,
1: I will often send it to Kayla
0: <laughs> and
1: make yes. her aware. Yes, so I yes, um, so I was observing the way that Sarah interacted, but I do th- uh, so, I, and I know Sarah has a lot to say about uh, her her happenings on BTS mm-hmm. Twitter. But I also think it applies to uh, like I've I've seen this idea apply in many other areas so I don't know what we what order we want to go in but
0: yeah I mean I wrote a lot of things that are very specific to my BTS Twitter experience but can be extrapolated upon in many different directions so let me just let me just start with explaining what my experience has been with like being the yay spec on ARMY Twitter now to be to be clear the
1: The ace. Well, that's what I was about to say. I actually,
0: I actually do have a lot of mutuals who are also a spec, or people who have reached out to me, being like, "Hey, you know about this? Um, I'm questioning whether I'm a spec. Help!" (laughs) Like multiple way, Twitter people have reached out to me that I that I know from Army Twitter.
1: I love it, and this is a completely separate thing of just. I think this probably happens to every. Queer person of every type that like you're like the first person to come out, and then people come to you like, "Hey, um, so <laughs> bestie." But I have recently had several people come to me and be like, "I'm Demi, or I'm a spec." So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's very funny to me. They flock, they flock.
0: Yep. Um, I'm obviously not the only a <laughs> I I yes, I, we- I keep discovering more that I didn't realize were a spec that I already follow. <laughs> um. But just as, as an arrow ace who is in that space, I've had some interesting encounters. As Kayla will know, my pinned tweet on my army ah, Twitter yes. is, I'm not going to read it word for word because then you could find my army Twitter way then too easily. find her. But basically says, you know, if your timeline is ever too horny, whether it's you being too horny or one of your 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 mutuals being too horny, call me up. I will come by and dump a bucket of water on you. Um, and it's a standing offer for for moots and moots
1: of moots. so you are so generous. let me I say <laughs> I know your generosity knows no bounds for free knows no bounds for, for free free you're doing for free. This? i have been on occasion summoned she's so generous you should have like what is it like a ko or like mm. a patreon just for this yeah, service i think just for this service
0: mm-hmm. i you know i i found that i was just doing it and i said i should make it known that i'm willing to do this yeah. for others you're so brave you're so brave um anyway <laughs> that's just the context here Um, Before I get too deep into it, I do need to explain to to the people of the
1: World Wide Web who don't know what a DeLulu is. (sighs) When we were discussing this potentially being an episode, I think it was after last week's episode. It was. When I was far too tired to be taking this information, and Sarah just started spitting a lot of words at me, including to DeLulu, to DeLulu, and I just... (laughs) (laughs) Have <laughs> I just she had no idea what was happening. Um, I mean, I can I can guess, but yeah,
0: but still, yeah, yeah. so a delulu is in reference to a person, a fan of something in this context, BTS, but it's it transcends boundaries. Um, where they're like delusional and like they f- now the the textbook meaning is like they think that they're actually friends with them or like they think that they actually have a chance um very few people are actually like proper delulu's in that way a lot of people are like self-aware delulu's for the for the gags you know ironic delulu (laughs) yeah ironic delulu's and so all the time people will be like oh yeah like jungkook just told me that he's like sitting right next to me um and pe- like people will do shit like that all the time, um, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah, so true. I bet. He- ask him this. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but then there's also like the what we'll get into with this is the the Delulu of like the like I don't the the, the it, I almost feel weird saying it, but like the the like romance of it all of like oh I could date this person, but like it's never I mean, the actually people that think
1: the people that like genuinely think they have a chance at dating like an a-list celebrity
0: yeah um but there are a lot of people that are like delulu for the jokes in that sense um and as (laughs) worth noting um a lot of the people who even those who who would themselves identify as a either part-time or full-time delulu
1: um are are, are there que- benefits that come? You get dental as a full time Dalulu.
0: <laughs> I wish you. D- you know what you do get? Yungi teeths. You don't need dental when mm. you have yungi teeths. You know? Interesting. Yeah, I totally know. But a lot of them are queer, and a lot of them of those queer people, or even not of those queer people, are not attracted to men at all. But they are still Dalulu in this sense, which I think is a very interesting phenomenon um i have one of my mutuals um is a straight man and he's like like i unfortunately i am a straight man uh exceptions can be made for bts like we could, we'll, we'll talk um but <laughs> but like he will often make these like delulu posts and he's literally a straight man and so I I have found that so interesting of like people making these posts about like, and I'll get into like what I mean by that. It just it it's so interesting to me because I'm sitting here as the arrow ace, being like, "What are you? What's happening out here?" You you are people that I do like and respect, and so I'm just trying to understand you. <laughs> I think when 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 I'm talking about like the Delulu posts, it's. It's um I I don't like to think of them in terms of like you know how like back in the day there would be like 1D imagine Tumblr accounts?
1: Yeah, like uh what's it called? When you insert yourself. Yeah, self insert, like
0: imagine holding hands with Niall What's at it called the pier. The type
1: of fanfic that I'm
0: thinking of. Self insert. Y N.
1: Yeah, but what do you what is the person called? Like
0: it Y N. Why am? Thank you. Yeah. So you have like those like classic like imagines. Imagine Niall Horan donates his teeth to you. You know those ones. <laughs> um, um, I've never heard that one. In in my you know like the um, the one where it's like you wake up from heart surgery and you're like, where's Harry? And they're like, who do you think gave you the heart? There is a there is a meme one off of that where it was uh, a teeth transplant. and and, I and you wait and you wake up and and Niall is there and he's like who do you think gave you your teeth not this not this anyway but there's definitely these kinds of posts where it's like you see them all the time where it's like so and so person is the type of guy to fill in the blank recently there were a bunch of a bunch of posts going around about like this is how this person would kiss and I was like okay okay. I guess I don't know (laughs) what you guys okay um but like it's like that kind of stuff but they're but they're self-aware in a way that I feel like imagines aren't you know like for some reason there's a difference to me between these posts and i don't i don't know why but it's like it's like an okay we know this is never gonna happen so we're gonna suspend our disbelief and just pretend like we know we're entering the lululand and like we know it's all make-believe and we're just gonna like
1: fuck around here um well it's almost like the like the second generation of it like a lot of these people may have spent time on tumblr or been part of these fandoms when like this kind of behavior i think like was first starting in that way. Obviously yeah. like mega fans are not real like we all saw the yeah. Beatles in the Elvis documentaries. Yeah. But but it almost feels like people are more self-aware now and so mm-hmm. there it's like a second level to the joke.
0: Yeah. And I feel like as I've as I was like thinking through what I wanted to say on this, like I feel very like defensive about the people who are making these posts because as the outsider like part of me wants to be like that's really cringy and i will get into the cringiness because i have thoughts on that but like as as the arrow ace like outsider like part of me is like i this is weird y'all are weird but then like the people who are doing it are people that i know and i like and i respect and like i get why they do it and it it has led me to think about like why these people do it even if they're queer or not even attracted to men or when they know they literally have no chance and this is all just like we're in the land and i think it to some extent it's this is just me <laughs> my little outsider um psychoanalyzing to some extent for some people, it might be about wanting that particular thing with that particular person in, like, a daydreamy way, like Niall Horan donates his teeth to you. But, because, I mean, listen, Kayla, Kayla, who among us wouldn't drop everything to marry Minyungi if given the opportunity?
1: Uh, you just said a lot of words that mean nothing to me.
0: I, even I, an arrow ace, with, with, without a strong pull towards having a life partner, would I throw my entire life away to marry Minyungi? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Um, so, you know, there's that aspect of it. And also, like, you're a fan of this particular person and whatever. But I also think a lot of it is about wanting certain kinds of intimacy generally and projecting it onto a certain person. And so you you have these people talking about like oh like they would it it would be like this or like imagine like doing this date thing and what i've gathered is that it's not about the person that we're pretending it's happening with like it's about just wanting that generally and then using that person as like a stand-in because you know and you like that person or you like their public persona and You're like, I really like this person and this is what I want with not, I was about to say a real person. They are real people, but like a real person that's in your life that you know.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also like easier because it's someone that is so far away. Like it's almost like a fictional person because Mm -hmm. obviously they are a real person, but they have this like persona. You are never going to have this type of relationship with them. And so you get to know logically this is a real person but you kind of treat them as if it's a fictional character so it allows this distance where you can like really fantasize anything where Mm -hmm. with someone in your real life you know you might be fantasizing and then your logic might come in well like oh well that could never happen because xyz like these like practical logistics would get in the way of this happening but if it's like a celebrity yeah or a fictional person it's like you can you can do whatever right and this
0: is this is a bit of a sidebar but there's there's been a lot of discussion among armies of um bts uh ruining them for other men i i have heard multiple stories of people breaking up with their boyfriends always always a boyfriend never a girlfriend (laughs) never never some other partner always a boyfriend um breaking up with them because of bts not because they're so genuinely delulu to think they have a chance with any of them, but because they see that the members, like, they see the way that they treat each other and army and the people around them. And it has made those people, those armies, realize that they deserve better <laughs> than whatever man is in their life. That is wild. That they, like, that they don't have to settle and they shouldn't settle. And i think that is also another reason why the why the imaginary delulu land of it all works is because like it's this real tangible person that you know a lot about but as you said you're distanced from but also it's a person who like from everything you know about them is a good person and like the kind of person that you would want to spend time with i can't imagine any of the members of bts like totally fucking me over which that's not to say that they couldn't because they're people but like there's because you like you you see them and you appreciate them as people you can be like ah yes this is a good stand-in for what i want in my life as someone in that role that i would want in my own life also one of my mutuals she needs to break up with her boyfriend so bad he sucks (laughs) oh my god she she wanted a BTS themed birthday cake just because just for fun he said no she wanted a BT21 like plushy stuffed animal thing which is like de- designed by BTS but they're just like little stuffed animal things they don't have any actual BTS on them they're just whatever and her boyfriend said no
1: what, is he like jealous
0: yes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes <laughs> that's very funny everything i've heard about this boyfriend i'm just like girl you need to break up with him anyway um (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) one of the the other people i follow um she uh she she writes fan fiction which is a whole other we could do a whole other podcast on that but um her husband like got her a whole setup so that so that she could write her fan fiction (laughs) this i love (laughs) um anyway uh yes i think i i'll kind of jump to the sort of next point which is like for me personally i i can certainly enjoy reading like romance or whatever not i i'm not often like this is everything i want to consume but like i can certainly enjoy it and it can make me feel nice but for me it's always independent of myself um and I said this a long, long time ago on the pod that to me, YN, like Y slash N, your slash name in self insert fix, YN is like her own person. Like that's a character to me. Yes, um, I agree. And, and my relationship with certain aspects of romance are kind of similar to my identifying as sex averse, although to a lesser extent, I think, in that I just don't ever see myself participating in it. Like, whether that's with a member of BTS or any other placeholder. And so, for even for people who aren't attracted to men, they can look at these DeLulu posts and want that with someone. So they may not relate to every post, but they get it. But because I don't relate to every, like I don't necessarily want that with someone, I'm like this weird semi objective observer, and because of that, did were you going to say something?
1: Well, I was just going to say it. It kind of puts in perspective what you were saying about like your mutual, who's a straight man, like. Mm-hmm. And it's what we say about understanding, like, asexuality all the time is for people who are Aloe, you can be like, oh, well, I don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. Like, as a, as straight Aloe will be like, I don't quite understand, like, what it is to be gay. But, like, I can understand, like, the feeling because I am also attracted to people, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, this straight man could be putting his kind of, like, fantasies of what he wants in a partner in general onto BTS mm-hmm. because he knows that feeling of attraction but for you who does not feel that at all you cannot like transfer that onto anyone no matter the gender
0: yeah and it is for that reason i think that those posts often come across as like cringy
1: and embarrassing to me because you fully like have no relation to it
0: yeah and you know because it's like, when it is from people that I know and love, it's, like, a charming, cringy, like, oh, those aloes, so silly. Every one of y'all is a simp. Embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and there, there is also the aspect of just, like, for me personally, uh, that cheesy cringiness might in part come from the fact that, for me, conveying genuine emotions is my worst nightmare. Um, mm, true. But, but as... As much as some aloes might be like oh it's cringy to imagine this with whatever famous person or this particular thing is cringy on the whole I think they get it like they understand it and so as the arrow ace that I am it's it's not that I don't get it it's that I get it on an intellectual level rather than feeling Mm -hmm. it on a personal emotional level and maybe some of that is me distancing myself from it intentionally because I want to keep front of mind that in the case of BTS, like, these are real people. And, like, I don't ever want to cross a line that they would be uncomfortable with. But I also think that a large part of it is my Arrow Ace pseudo-objectiveness.
1: Well, and that's where I think a lot of this relates to, like, any other aspect of life, is that, like, sense of objectiveness. Like, I have heard from so many Aspec people that like people constantly come to them for like relationship advice or mm-hmm. you know X, Y, Z and it's kind of like when you like you're I, I've had like friends that are like always single and they are the ones that like are always getting asked for relationship advice and I mm-hmm. feel like it's because as an arrow ace person like you specifically especially who like does not really have an interest in dating or sex or anything like that
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You see all of these types of things from a completely logical perspective. Mm-hmm. You're able to take the I'm majority stuck. of the emotion out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Like if someone came to you, like your friend who you said like should break up with her boyfriend, you mm-hmm. are able to look at the objective things that happened. Everyone
0: say, thinks like, she should break up with her boyfriend.
1: Okay, but <laughs> taking this ex- taking this example, because you have never experienced the type of attraction she assumedly experiences to this boyfriend, yeah. you aren't going to have the same hangups as her Yeah, of like, oh, but like I'm, you know, I love him or I'm attracted to him or whatever. You're mm-hmm. able to logically be like, okay, well, to me, none of that matters. And so I'm able to give you like the logical advice rather yeah. than the emotional advice.
0: And I, I I, don't want people to think that we're saying that in like a, it's a robotic, right thing because bitch boy howdy i'm real human i've <laughs>
1: like, i've, yeah, I've checked many emotions <laughs> just checked. not
0: some of them just not this type and not to the same extent that like Alice seem to have them um but it definitely is <sighs> it's it's weird because you know some of these people too who I see making these types of posts are people who are a but they're not like straight cut and dry arrow ace like I am, and so like they do still experience certain aspects of it. Like despite being a they have a different experience of it than I do, and that's it's it's so weird. I think there's a very specific arrow ace experience that it's what I live in all the time, and so. Sometimes I forget that not everyone else lives in it, but there, on the other hand, there are times when it is so apparent to me that no one else lives in it except for arrow aces.
1: Well, yeah, because <laughs> and you... And this is one of them. Right. Like, the particular experience that you have is an arrow ace who does not date and does not mm-hmm. have sex, which obviously, mm-hmm. like, is not every arrow ace you as we have always said, you do not have to have those types of attractions to take those types of actions. Mm-hmm. But you are the type that you don't have those attractions and you also do not take those actions. And so you're in this very, like the complete opposite end of the spectrum yeah. of, it, it like feels painful to say it, but like the vast majority of people out there, mm-hmm. like you have this, yeah, this very specific experience that you're you're so special but it does, it gives you this very, like, outsider, like, outside-looking-in perspective on all of these, like, Aloe people or 8 people who date. You singing? Yeah, very, very quietly. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have some slightly on topic, but it will kind of send us in a different direction thoughts about the less romantic, more sexual end of things on this front. Mhm. Uh-huh. Um should we go that way or do you have more to say on this front?
1: I don't think I do. I just You're just yeah. I to ju- me. I just <laughs> I am. But I think this concept is like incredibly universal yeah. for aspects of like every like whether they're aspects who date and or have sex or not. Like I think yeah i don't know i just think this experience is like very universal for a lot of specs.
0: yeah well i think you know as i mentioned this i mean this doesn't just apply to romance it also applies to like sex and there are these same types of posts who who <laughs> they're sentient um which hmm. which go in like they're less romantic and more sexual and like there's a line first of all I want to be clear that there is a line (laughs) um and maybe I am more uncomfortable with these posts in part because I am more uncomfortable with sex like personally more uncomfortable with sex than romance it's also just because of like objectification and like you don't you you know there's a there's a whole thing there um and there there are a couple people i I follow where sometimes i'm like i'm respectfully looking away from your post um Uh. but um but there are what's called hard stands and soft stands um you can probably guess what that means um i don't want to but, well, okay, like hard stands are people who are like, wh- they will view the a person in a more sexual manner. And soft stands are the ones that are like, I would like to hold your hand. You're so cute. You look like a little yes. bunny. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most people are a mix of both. Um,. But there are some people like who very much identify as one or the other for, for whatever reason. And some of the more or like people will be like, oh, I'm in my hard stand era <laughs> or I'm in my soft stand era. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, um, but some of the more aggressive hard stands I've come across can freak me out a little bit. Um, yeah, because I'm like, is this all that you think of them as like even if it's not in a strictly objectifying way I mean it's always going to be a little objectifying to but it's it 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 gets blurry on what they're inviting versus what's just not it's complicated but even if they're even if it's not in a strictly objectifying way, my brain is like, is this the only con, like the only context in which you engage with these people that you're fans of? Is like thinking about it sexually. That weirds me out.
1: I don't like it. It does. Yeah. It, it feels, and I, I it's hard to describe exactly like what is so much more like icky about, yeah, objectifying these people in a sexual way versus a romantic way. Because yeah. if you really think about it, like, objectifying the same, these strangers. <laughs> right. They are strangers, they are real people, and to project your like romantic fantasies onto them is also like It's weird. You know, it's it's yeah, it's not the most appropriate thing to do. Even as as we've talked about this entire episode like the the logical reasons people may do this and mm. Like, the psychological ways it may help people kind of figure out what they want in their own lives. Like, Mm -hmm. there are obviously benefits that come from activities like this. And I don't think either of us are trying to, like, shame people that do this. Because I think, like, we have probably both done this ourselves. I mean, you do the exact same thing
0: with with friendship. You know, like, it's... There's no no way to not do this to a certain extent.
1: (laughs) Right. It's not like... It's it just happens it's not like you try to do it but yeah it is hard to describe exactly what is i guess maybe because sex is just so much more personal seeming or and it's like vulnerable as as much as it like
0: if someone holds your hand and you don't want them to hold your hand like that's not good and they like like you should not have to do that but it it feels on a on a severity level much less bad if someone holds your hand when you don't want them to hold your hand than something sexual because that's literally sexual assault, right
1: <laughs> And right it's it's the different levels of kind of intimacy and right.
0: And so if you're thinking about like imagining certain things with another person like the 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 level of severity i think stands um not that thinking about having sex with someone is sexual assault because it's not um, <laughs> it's just true. to it's be clear <laughs> um but you know and the people that i associate with on on army twitter are are not so disrespectful or crass as to like cross what i view is like the line right um there's also an unspoken agreement among the sane people of army to never ever intentionally try to put anything like that in front of the actual members of bts um right that that includes fan fiction that like anything like you do not ever put it in front of them um like yes it exists publicly on the internet but they should only see it if, for some ungodly reason, they look it up themselves, right? Um, well, it could also because it's just like those BuzzFeed like thirst tweet videos are funny because the person reading them like consented to it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it wouldn't be funny if they didn't. Um, also though, recently on the topic of the sexual things question mark, it's been kind of a meme. But also a form of like actual self censorship, <laughs> where people will like bleep their own tweets out, um, and, and they'll they'll be like, you know, they'll just put asterisks of like the number of letters of the words that they're bleeping out, and so then you're you're sitting there like counting the asterisks, trying to figure out what it is <laughs> that they're trying to say. <laughs> um, and sometimes there are many options. Um, and often when I see these, I will jokingly if i know the person i will like jokingly respond with like you meant this right like (laughs) (laughs) like if it's It's like
1: like it reminds me of the twitter account that just posts like unfinished um wheel of fortune things and you like fill it in yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like
0: like people will be like i want to four letter word his four letter word and i'm like you want to hold his hand right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what you want um and I do that because it's funny uh, but also because uh, um like I do that also for, for, for the record knowing full well that's not what they meant um but because you're so smart I'm so smart um but because I'm Arrow Ace I feel like I'm like specially situated to call it out or not call it out it's not that it needs calling out but like point it out and comment on it because i'm just like i can be like i can i can bring in this outsider's perspective where like i'm making a joke and i'm being funny while also pointing out like this is kind of weird
1: (laughs) you know you're you're pointing out like from an outsider's perspective like hey y'all look at this from my perspective You'll realize like how weird this is, like yeah. out of context or like without the same understanding you have, right? Like it's yeah. it's almost in the same way that like A-specs are able to look at anything relating to romance or or sex and kind of be like, "Why is this like the unwritten rule?" Like Yeah. W- like I know we all go along with this stuff like like it's normal, but we realize this is bizarre, right? Yeah.
0: You mean you want to smooch his nose, correct? <laughs> Ew smooch you know recently at work at work i i was writing something like on the whiteboard um and the, the, it was a scene where these two people were kissing but i didn't want to write they were kissing so i wrote they were smooching and my boss did laugh i'm so glad <laughs> that's all what were you gonna say i don't know great um this also made, made me think of when i was this is kind of a, another sidebar do do not get me started, but I am getting started right now. Um, on the woman recently on ARMY Twitter who was being judgy about ARMY's, quote, dressing like strippers, unquote, at the Vegas oh. concerts. Um, oh,
1: I saw, I saw you respond to this woman. and She, like, deleted her tweet. So yeah. I like, didn't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, But she was like, I'm not judging, but proceeds to judge so hard. Um, of course. Um, and then people, as as they do when you have a bad opinion on ARMY Twitter, people will uh, dig into you and find your receipts and find everything you've ever done wrong. Mm. <laughs> um, yes.
1: And your social security number.
0: Yes. And um, people did a little bit of digging and they found several tweets. First of all, this is a 40-year-old woman. Like, of it's course. not like this is like a 17, year old kid who like, you could be like, well, they're still young. They're still... No, this is a 40-year-old woman and she had like several tweets where she was like openly and aggressively sexualizing specifically in, in relevant here was jungkook in images and video from around the time of bts's debut at was which she, like, point really young at which point jungkook was a minor mm, ma'am <laughs> And people are like, um, why are you, a 40-year-old, intentionally, openly, and so brazenly sexualizing a 16-year-old? Like, he's 24 now. But in this picture that you're talking about, he was 16. Anyway.
1: She really shouldn't have. (laughs) She really shouldn't have done that.
0: Um... Also, just another little side note that I didn't know where to put uh, brings us back to the point you made in last week's episode, which was the realization that a lot of people on the internet have had that a lot of uh, fan fiction smut writers are ace. Um, and a lot of the best fan fiction smut writers are ace, says the World Wide Web. Um, I have not read every smut that ever existed. So, I, I, unfortunately, I can't give you the definitive answer on that. Um, but, but... I, I. I have seen multiple posts about it since we talked about it. Like, some I sent. I sent a post to Kayla where like someone that I follow like tweeted a TikTok about it, and I was like, I guess this is funny. But I also think that that in part might have to do with the with our distance from it,
1: which is just it's interesting. It's a thought. Well, it's almost like um, I can't remember where I heard this, but the there is a very large population of. Straight women who write, um, like gay men, like a lot, um, yeah, yeah, like smut books, yeah. And it is, it's this weird thing of like you are, you know, and the ethics of that is, I don't questionable. know, questionable, yeah. not of my business. Um, and I am not smart enough to go into it, a whole but other it podcast, this, <laughs> yeah, a whole other podcast by um, smarter people, but it is this thing of like you're so outside of it that you can almost. Like, for an a person writing smut, you can almost, like, logically look at, like, okay, here are the parts that make up a good smut, and, like, maybe I don't personally connect with these things, but I, you know, am a good writer and I can put this kind of stuff together. Like, you don't need to have that kind of attraction to understand the structure of how something is written. Yeah, and it could almost make you better if you've never experienced it because then your yeah. own like personal experiences aren't kind of like muddying the water.
0: Yeah, and then if you have logistical questions, you can ask a friend. <laughs> so true. Um, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I was I was beta reading a fic for my friend one time, and there it got it was a little bit smutty, not nothing crazy. Um, and part this was partially because. This was my job as her beta reader, but I did find an extra hand. Um, <laughs> I said, there's an extra hand here. Where did this third hand come from? And she said, you're so right, bestie.
1: <laughs> I so. don't think that it should have been left in.
0: <laughs> so sometimes being arrow ace just means you find bonus
1: hands. <laughs> I love that. Well, because uh, if you're not, like, distracted by the smut of it all, you really <laughs> pay attention to those details. <laughs> Why are there so many hands?
0: <laughs> um, That's all. Once again, as ever, I have a lot of thoughts and no conclusions.
1: I mean, I think the conclusion is just that, like, I don't know. For, first of all, the important disclaimer that none of us is to say that, like, a people are robots who, like, only look at things logically, yep. and have no emotions or, and are able to look at everything perfectly objectively and we have like we're superior with the best opinions yeah. like or
0: that or that all aspects have the same experience here because very obviously they don't
1: right obviously a lot of like obvious what sarah was talking about is her own very specific experience
0: but i do think i live in my own brain what am, what am i supposed to do about that i can't
1: change that <laughs> we live in sarah's brain and Halo so live in y- my <laughs> brain too <laughs> i live in sarah's it's, brain and so do you, so do you.
0: <laughs> i can't if wait no to see the graphic listened- in our discord
1: oh my god weasel has been on top of the graphics every single episode it is wild i really, I should, really should post of some so. of them on our instagram um but <sighs> yeah there i mean there is something to be said for that that outsider perspective of i've never experienced this before or i've experienced it in a different way Mm -hmm. so i'm able to look at it kind of removing the messy bits and i can kind of look at it a little bit clearer and i think that applies to a lot of parts of life
0: and we can point out how fucking weird aloes are y'all think you're so normal because everyone around you is doing the same thing objectively weird sex objectively gross messy squishy ew (laughs) uh-huh That's what i it's 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 the truth i just didn't like the use of the word squishy but that's because it's gross because you know what is gross objectively sex oh okay anyway Anyway. (laughs) um yeah that's all uh being an outsider is cool um don't listen to Evan Hansen and don't pretend that a person who has died was your friend when they weren't.
1: That's such good
0: advice. Thank you. I have not seen the movie and I will not. Same. Um Miguela? Yeah? What is your beef and your juice this week? I'm like
1: still no. pretty What's certain our that pool? the poll is supposed to come You first. know, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> no one, <laughs> no one told us. I think someone actually did. I can't remember. Oh. Um, but I'm like 99% sure. The poll no, because I do the poll
0: and then I say, what's your beef and juice? And then I say, you can tell us about your beef and juice or you can answer. Our po- I don't know. Whatever. What's the, know. what's the poll? Um, are you on the outside always looking in? Will you ever be more no. than you've ever been? Are you tap, no. tap, tapping on the glass waving no. through a window? No. Mm, how about this? if you see a post like a sort of like imagine post a delulu post if you will no matter how mundane do you find it like it do you find it cringy <laughs> okay
1: i'll find a way to make find that a make way sense. to say
0: that <laughs> yeah um i'll i'll figure it out yeah. we'll figure that out and by we i mean you um mm, kayla yeah. <laughs> what is your beef and your juice on this delightful tuesday evening
1: uh breaking the fourth wall it's tuesday (laughs) it's tuesday uh my beef and my juice is moving um Mm. i'm very happy to not be in the hotel anymore and to like have all of my stuff um but also moving is very stressful and i'm very sore and tired Mm -hmm. and i just want it to be over (laughs) But alas, there are still boxes everywhere. So, you know.
0: My, I had a beef and then I decided it was boring and I deleted it and now I have nothing to say.
1: I mean, I think we all know what the real beef is. My beef is Dave Chappelle. (laughs) That's not what I was going (laughs) to say. Hollywood Bowl.
0: You know what fucking happened? Guys, remember how last week Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl made me take so long to get home from work? Kayla. You'll never guess what happened. Kayla asked a podcast on a day this week where Dave Chappelle was also at the fucking Hollywood Bowl. How many days? Three? Three days at the Hollywood Bowl? Dave, calm down. That's my beef. My juice is, um, uh, before we started this pod, um, I asked Kayla if she would still love me if my name was, what did I say? Garg? It was like Glog or Gorg. Gorg? (laughs) Gorg. Gorg. (laughs) Gork? Um, And she said yes, so that's my juice.
1: And then I asked Sarah if she would still love me if I was a worm, uh, and she said yes. And this is not something that Dean has ever said yes to. Um,
0: so Sarah is boyfriend my boyfriend now.
1: Him. Yeah. So you heard it here first. Sarah is my boyfriend, and I guess now Dean is my podcast partner. I think that maybe they just switched. Mm, interesting.
0: Hmm. <laughs> 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 Should think about.
1: Very softly from the other room, Dean just goes. Yay.
0: <laughs> Delightful. Thank you for your contributions, Dean. Um, you can answer our poll tell us about your beef your juice. No, that is right. Poll first on our, on oh, our social media. I told you this like 2 weeks ago. And not believe me. Fun. Um hit us up on our Instagram uh for that poll. Uh we also have a patreon if you want to support us that way if you want to be some of those sweet sweet listeners who don't get this podcast for free um i know that's an enticing (laughs) enticing deal um enticing offer uh patreon.com slash soundsfakepod our five dollar patrons who we are promoting this week are chris lortano colleen walsh corinne daniel walker and doug rice now i'm just thinking the The screenshot you sent me before this podcast wasn't was in fact Daniel Walker.
1: I know we don't have to talk about
0: it. Listen, well Kayla, now we
1: do have to talk about it. Yeah, I know that's why I said it because I thought it was funny
0: and it's relevant to this podcast to this episode.
1: So my friend Max sent me a screenshot of some tweets from long ago, I know, like a, a, maybe almost two years ago now. Um, um, yeah. The original tweet was uh, a video from. Like a screenshot video from when we interviewed Daniel for the podcast. It was like a screenshot. Slice of Ace. Yes, yeah, Slice of Ace, Daniel Walker. Uh, for the podcast, it was like a video of the Zoom. And I have like my my hand on my head and my fingers are kind of on my forehead um, as if they're like my bangs. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friend Parker, who was on an episode like a long time ago talking about polyamory, um, tweeted something about like, but you did use like you did recently have bangs like a year ago. And I responded back and I said, But these are different. These are finger bangs. And then my friend Max tweeted and said, Hey, I don't think that's what you think it means. And I said, I'm too a spec for this. <laughs> so anyway. And then I sent the screenshot to Sarah because it's
0: funny. Hey, well when uh recently one of our friends sent a, a tweet to group chat uh, where someone's um they 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 loved Jesus a lot and their um i almost just called it their handle their at their license plate um they, they,
1: they, <laughs> i mean i guess that's like your car's at
0: in a very real way <laughs> their license plate was um j is lord j in reference to to jesus but it did in fact look like it said jiz lord and did. um our Presumably non-aspec friend um did not notice, and I did, and I was like, "Look at me!
1: It's that objective. It's why like there's so many aspec people who like love a sex joke. Yeah, and it's just because like I don't know, man. I don't know. From an outside perspective, there's like a whole other layer to the sex joke, you know?
0: Yeah, there is. And now, for those of people who left before the patrons, they missed You'll that never little know. tidbit of pod.
1: Also. Uh, worthwhile to note about this screenshot is it was not like my friend um went back in twitter and found this it was a, like because my profile picture is fresh. old so like this is a screenshot that they took at the time of this tweet and have kept good for over two and a half years good anyway
0: anyway our 10 patrons who are promoting this week are maddie who would like to promote gender euphoria i keep on un- encountering new genders every day um this is what army twitter will do to you um potato who would like to promote potatoes i ate potatoes before this purple haze who has bumped up from two to ten purple haze what do you want to promote because this is a somewhat bts episode you're gonna promote purple oh rosie costello who would like to promote sticks preferably long sticks Rosie Costello, is the best girl, and Barefoot Backpacker, who would like to promote their podcast, Travel Tales from Beyond, the brochure, and you know what? We'll also do the Steve, who would like to promote cosia Search Engine for the Trees, because that rounds us out. Our other ten dollars patrons that. are Arkness. R. E. K., Benjamin Ibarra, Changeling and Alex the Ace Cat, David J, David Nurse, Derek and Carissa, My Aunt Jeannie, Maggie Capalbo, and Martin Shizo Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Click for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts, Hector Mario, who would like to promote Friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, Leila, who would like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arab people, Daniel White, who would like to promote Nathaniel J. White, designs.com, uh, Kayla's Aunt Nina. Who would like to promote at katemaggart.art and Sarah Jones, who's at eternal lolly everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk. Merry Christmas from your parents. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote standing BTS for clear skin. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears.
1: Until then, take good care of your cows.